I'm Liana. And I'm Sam. And welcome to On Thursdays We Thrive podcast. We're just two Long Island licensed therapists who want to sit down and have real conversations about mental health, therapy, and just getting through the damn day. Have a seat and get ready to thrive, learn, explore, and grow with us. Welcome back to On Thursdays We Thrive. I'm Sam. And I'm Liana. And welcome back for our 10th episode. I can't believe it's our 10th episode, one season deep. I mean, I feel like this time just flew. It really did. And we were able to like learn so much in such a short amount of time. And like from people that we interviewed or people that gave us their feedback on it. And it's grown, I don't want to say a great amount, but it's grown more than we expected. So that's really cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like getting feedback from people that I didn't think would even listen or friends Mm -hmm. telling me that their friends have listened. I'm like, really? It's pretty cool to see like, who would be interested and who we would reach. Yeah. And just hearing like, you know, I that people have learned from the things that we were sharing. Um, Even at first, we were saying it was if there's at least one person that could be impacted by this, like that's all that matters to us. And we heard, you know, a decent amount of people and that really is just such a positive thing for us. And we're so grateful to hear about that. Yeah, that really would make my day. And we do have a lot of good plans for the future while we take a little break, we're going to be recording um, some future episodes with some new guests, guests, on some new topics so I'm actually really excited for that yes as am I so today we're going to be talking about just kind of summarizing the things that maybe we spoke about and moving forward with therapy for your individual selves that we touched on in the first episode but bringing more attention to it so whether it be advice for a new therapist or questions that you guys directly asked us throughout this whole process. And we actually just recently re-asked everyone again. Um, And also the truth maybe about therapy. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about that and see where it takes us. Awesome. I'm excited for that. All right. Let's get into our glows and grow. Sam, do you want to go first? Oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. I forgot what my grow and glow was. (laughs) Um, Okay. So my grow is going to be that I need to learn to trust myself more and be more present for myself in that way. And I'm going to put my glow in there too, because it also was a glow recently for me that I'm finding that when I do trust myself, better things happen for me rather Mm. than waiting for a response from other people to Mm -hmm. direct me. Like it's more becoming more in touch with myself or being more intuitive and I'm learning how to do that and just overall having more self-care and putting myself first has really been a journey and it's enhancing and I I'm happy to say that that's amazing I think it's so easy to not trust our gut instincts Mm -hmm. Um, like I'm guilty of that too where I'll text like three of my friends and ask them the same question and see what they respond and see if it aligns what I think or if it's different. And then it makes me think that, okay, then what should I do now? But in reality, I find that a lot of times we end up coming full circle back to what we initially thought. Yeah. 
I feel like that's because our gut is just so strong sometimes. And trust me, we can easily push that gut feeling down and avoid it, but we only see that negative outcome progress. So mm-hmm. yeah, relatable. Yeah. So what's your glow and grow? So my grow is that, you know, this week was pretty tough. Like just whether it was like emotionally stuff at work or in my personal life, it's just like, there was a lot going on. Um, And I started to get like a lot of anxiety because it was all things that were out of my control. And I had to just journal and Mm -hmm. talk to someone about it. And I did feel a lot better once that happened. And so this weekend, I'm just planning to take care of myself, allow myself some time to just watch Netflix. Working yeah. Moms just came out for a fifth season. So yes, I love that show. I love that show. Oh I, my just, God. I just saw that and I started watching it again last night. Yeah. Oh, it's so addicting. I feel I'm probably on already like episode five to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Um, And my glow is that, you know, people who know me know I don't get my nails done too much because honestly, (laughs) I'm really lazy when it comes to sitting there. I just, especially alone, it's like, who do I talk to? So, um, so I finally got my nails done. I hopped on that motivation when I felt that spark and I feel good. It's nice to like do that for myself. So that's my glow and grow. I think that it's really interesting that you still are able to find, and I, I just know this because you also mentioned it to me that even in times of, because we're very busy at work and we have client after client after client, and we still are able to make time to journal. Like mm. you mentioned that I quickly just journaled in, like in between. And that was so inspiring because it was like, where you made time for yourself there. Yeah. I just thought that was really cool. Like that you were able to do that. And, um, the other thing is, yeah, we have to put our do some things for ourselves, if it, even if it's not natural for us. Like, okay, maybe I don't always go get my hair done or nails done, but mm-hmm. you know, once in a while, it's totally necessary. So, definitely happy for you. Thanks. All right, so we're gonna get into some of these therapy questions. I've been hearing a lot of people ask me, how do I find a therapist or how do I know if this one's right for me? What do I do? And how does the process even begin? Mm -hmm. What's a healthy relationship? All of these things. So I figured it'd be good to add advice for finding a new therapist or just a therapist in general, if you've never sought therapy before. And yeah, we're just going to discuss some of them with you guys. And it's, it can seem overwhelming too. Like me and you, like we, it might seem easy to us because we're like engulfed in it. So it's pretty like matter of fact, but when, you know, I could imagine like not having any idea, it's definitely overwhelming. So I think this will be really helpful. I think even for us sometimes too, like Mm -hmm. it's just the fact of, okay, this one didn't work. I have to find a new one. Yeah. Like I just, I just poured my heart out and this person knows me. I have to find another one. Like right. that, that kind of sucks. And this is, I've hear, heard it so many times that it's like, I don't want to retell my story. Like it didn't work the first time. And it's not that I don't believe in therapy. I've heard this. It's that mm-hmm. I just don't want to re- like go through the whole thing again. And I can understand that. That's really frustrating. But what I think 
you know, Liana and I want to do for you guys is help with that process because it's so worth it when you Mm -hmm. find the right one and when you connect well and the impact of just growth that you can create for yourself is just so everlasting and beneficial. So true. When you, when we actually put the work in to find a good therapist rather than just choosing the first name that comes up, it's, it's so worth it. I mean, there's, it's just like the opportunities are endless as like corny that is, but it can really like help us reach such a place of growth. And one that we've never even seen for ourselves before, because we don't know what that side of growth even looks like for ourselves sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's like an exciting feeling. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. So So let's get into it. Yeah. So So one of the first (laughs) things I have is writing down a list of qualities that you would like to have in a therapist. So even if you've never had a therapist before, maybe we know like a little bit, maybe we're also not someone who talks a lot about our emotions or our issues. We're kind of introverted in that way and just like to let things just happen on its own and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But maybe we know what makes us a little bit more comfortable. Right. Like a sense of empathy or someone to be gentle with us. And then other times we might need someone who's a little bit bit more um, to the point and firm with us. Yes. I've heard that too. Yeah. It might seem crazy hearing the other side, but what works for one doesn't work for all. I mean, I know for myself, I have to change my, like the way I do therapy for each client that I have Mm -hmm. because each person is different and they require different things. And that's why it's so important to be upfront with the things that you need. And I'm just going to add this piece now, even though maybe we're going to get into it a little bit later, but it's an interview process mm-hmm. for you to find your therapist. Yes, you're hiring them. Right. So you, I mean, sometimes it's a matter of, I really like psychologytoday.com yeah. to find a therapist because you can literally like search for a therapist in your area and you can filter by insurance that they accept, areas and like specialty that they work with, um, certain issues, types of therapy. And you can see entire profile of them. So can, they'll have their picture, a nice bio, and then it's pretty extensive information. I always have people go to psychology today because I find it really beneficial. And sometimes it's about messaging and calling three different people that maybe are top runners and having a brief phone call with each of them and seeing which maybe feels the best for us. And sometimes we don't even know that until a few sessions in, but like Sam said, it is definitely an interview process. Which makes it harder. Cause you're like, I don't want to have to put in the work. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're already feeling so let down or at a lower point or very anxious, whatever it is. And it's like, well, I don't want it. Like I'm already so exhausted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put in the effort, but things like psychology today, honestly, they make it pretty easy. Oh, yeah. So you can hit up a few therapists at a time. And get responses pretty rapidly, I feel. Oh, yeah. Super quick. And especially if they come back, if let's say, depending on your availability, if things can work out just from a logical standpoint or certain types of therapy. And another, you know, question to ask is also like, what are their experience with working with individuals with your issue? Yes. Um, That is really helpful because they can kind of share 
some tools that they've given, or, you know, I really appreciate like homework assignments. So if we need some tangible tools to use throughout the week, what does that look like for that Mm -hmm. therapist? I think it's a lot about like knowing yourself and what you need in a helping professional. Absolutely. And I feel like also, so some people might have blogs, they might have Instagram, right? Liana, you have one for your Mm -hmm. individual practices and they might post on Facebook. They might have, um, I don't know, you name it. They have all different types of things and you could check out their website and see Mm -hmm. if you feel more comfortable with their approach or there's something that just sits well with you or maybe doesn't. And you want to ask them further about that. That's okay. And if for some reason you're getting kind of pushback from that therapist, then maybe that's a pretty clear sign to maybe not go through with them if that makes you uncomfortable. Um, Another one is when you're going to the first session, maybe you want to journal down some topics that you want to explore because sometimes I've also heard is that, okay, I'm sitting in front of the therapist and I feel like <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I know for us, sometimes it we have to like put on a quote unquote show sometimes or like to not a show, but we're like kind of pulling teeth sometimes on what to talk about. And I'll always tell people write it down on your phone things that happen Mm -hmm. throughout the week bullet points down so you want to bring them to our session because this is your session you want to get the most out of it it's not just for me don't appease the therapist this Mm -hmm. is for you and that will make your therapist happier than anything else because we want to see that growth with you we want to see the potential that you want to grow with and that you're getting something out of this rather than just doing it to be nice. (laughs) Yeah. Like staying in it longer than maybe we should. Um, Because a big point is that, like, I think we were saying a couple minutes ago that, you know, the first person we might try out might not be the one. Right. So, Like it is a dating process. If the first person doesn't work out. Okay. We know that we just learned something about ourselves that maybe, Oh, I don't really want my therapist to have that trade. And, or maybe I really do need this type of trade actually. So we, sometimes we have to repeat this process because it takes a little bit exploring, which is totally okay. Um, and another thing to, that I find really beneficial to ask the therapist is how will I know if we're making progress, right? Yes. What should I expect? What do the sessions look like? And that is helpful to review over time as well therapist has their own style and the way they maneuver each session and their own therapeutic approach that they work through. So it's about finding the ones that we feel is the most intriguing for us or something that's totally new could be cool also. Right. I always also tell people, I'm like, you have to let, you can let me know at any point, this is your safe place. So at no point, are you going to aggravate me? Are you going to offend me? If something's not working, I'm inviting mm-hmm. you to share if it's not. And I remind them of this constantly. And I'll do that check-in of where are we at? You know, how do we feel like this is working? Do you not like homework assignments? Yeah. And homework being very um, minorly set. Yes. You know, it's, it's not actual. It's like things that you're just practicing outside because we know that that's the work that we have to put in outside. Mm-hmm. and to make any sort of progress. It's not just in session. Same thing with school, right? If you go to school, 
and you just sit there in the class and like listen to the lecture, but you're not doing the homework outside or studying or implementing it anywhere, it's only going to go so far. Right. So same thing here. Right. I always compare when I talk to people, I compare it to like personal training. Like if you go to a trainer one time a week, are you going to feel good that day? But like, are we going to get closer to our goals? Right. Practicing that workout for the other days of the week to really feel the the progress. Right. I fully agree with that. So let's talk about some truth about therapy. I think some people were interested (laughs) about some truth. Yeah. So honestly, there might be sometimes that we're going into therapy and we're feeling anxious about getting into therapy. You know, what is this going to mean for me? What if I don't really know how to talk about my feelings? How are they going to be mean? You know, whatever it is. So we might be anxious about going and that's so important to understand because it's normal to feel that way. And there might be times where throughout the actual process of therapy, more issues are arising than we actually expected. So therefore we're going to feel a little bit worse Mm -hmm. before we feel better. And there's a quote that I saw that the healing process is similar to frostbite. So that was really interesting to me. Mm. And I took that as at first you may feel pain you may find yourself thinking like, this isn't working. This feels worse. Mm -hmm. You may want to stop the process and retreat back to our old ways, but the pain means you're healing and awakening and it's not going to last forever. Ooh, I like that. Right. And just like when you were saying, we might feel anxious about going to therapy and in my head, I'm thinking, well, this is something new. This mm-hmm. is growth, right? Because growing is not comfortable. If, if, if it was comfortable, we wouldn't be growing. Right. So it's, I, it's I so also easy. say like the growing pains, like when you were oh, little yeah. and you were having growing pains in your legs or wherever, and that hurt, right? So same thing with our mental health. Growth is not painless, If it was painless and easy, everyone would be grown. The world would be a different place. (laughs) But it takes work. And growth is painful. But the outcome is a beautiful thing that we can't just have with a magic wand. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we have a really powerful session. And then maybe that day or that week, we're still feeling a little bit of a like emotional fatigue. Mm -hmm. Because maybe we just uncovered some really big stuff in therapy and increase our insight, which could be really refreshing and an amazing thing, but it could also leave us with some emotional fatigue, which is totally okay. And, and really the, again, the growth. And that's where I suggest to people to make sure that we're using some sort of self care after our therapy sessions, because, Mm. you know, especially with telehealth nowadays, it's, it's, you know, in the past we were able to go to the therapist office and get there and now, thankfully, we're getting back to that. But now, with telehealth being here to stay, I think it's we're kind of just like dumping our stuff in our house, mm-hmm. and we don't we're not leaving our house. So, right. using some self care techniques, whether it's like taking a walk afterwards, journaling afterwards, um, watching a good TV show, talking with a friend or family member to kind of like reprieve us from that emotional vomit. Uh, No, yeah, that's so true. And it's not expected always. So that's why we want to bring this to awareness, because Mm -hmm. we want you guys to know that this is normal to feel. But the outcome 
is just so much better. And this is what it takes, right? When you first start working out, another analogy, when you first, if you went to the gym for the first time ever and start lifting a bunch of weights, you're going to be sore. You're going to be sore AF. And then (laughs) you're eventually going to adapt or you start running for the first time. You're going to be sucking wind and then you keep doing it and you're going to adapt and it's going to be a little bit easier. The thing I want to just add too is that sometimes people are hoping for that like immediate relief and we don't have a magic wand unfortunately to do that in one session because again growth is work and it takes Mm -hmm. time like we've said before in past episodes that we've taken this time to develop this mindset and grow into this so it's going to take time to grow out of it or learn new things Mm -hmm. yeah I actually listened to a podcast yesterday and they said how like learning is the easy part. It's the unlearning. That's the hard part because we're creating neural pathways in our brain that have been imprinted there for probably our whole entire life. Yeah. Um, I actually just remembered a question that we got of how do you know when it's a good time to find a new therapist? Oh, I think (sighs) when it's no longer like you don't feel pushed anymore. Like you don't feel like, you're feeling so kind of either stagnant or, you know, sometimes we find different therapists at different point in our lives. Right. So whether, you know, getting a therapist, if let's say we're going through a divorce and then after that mm-hmm. healing process is done, we move forward and maybe another point in our lives, we need a therapist for something else. So sometimes therapists specialize in what we're going through and maybe they don't specialize in another issue that we really want to focus on. And it's, important for us to recognize that and which is really hard and unfortunately having to maybe break up with that therapist to find someone that specializes in those areas if we really want to tackle them that's a great point and because that's like the healthier side right with no quote-unquote red flags yes and we have talked about this before in our first episode but I'll just reiterate that if you feel like it's the person may just not be a great fit for you, even Mm -hmm. in that moment, or you feel like you're helping them or you feel like you're just not getting much out of it. And we want to, again, preface it with, we have to give it a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. We can't just, again, there's no magic wand. We have to allow someone to really know us. And usually the first session is, you know, like assessing things. So that could be frustrating, I know, for some. But other than that, we have to like allow it to have time to really judge it. But maybe they're just not a great fit for us. And that's something that we really have to trust ourselves with. And we're not, again, going to offend anyone. Mm -hmm. Your therapist wants you to just heal. That's the goal. Yes. One thing you said is that I just want to put out there that like therapists should never take anything serious. Like, personally you know mm-hmm. like sometimes have we heard someone say like I don't want you to take this personally or I'm so sorry or I don't want you to be mad we if your therapist takes something personally I mean maybe it is time to see a new therapist but we are like you said Sam we are here for you like yeah. this is about you and it we do not internalize anything you know it's all about you and and that it's a time to really be selfish fully agree with that 
another thing is we might have to work at learning to let things go that we can't control. And by that, I mean, a lot of times when I go through this with people, I notice that they feel helpless because they're trying to control things that are not meant to be controlled, another person, a situation. And when we let, when we learn to let go of that, we find an overwhelming peace, but that takes time. Mm -hmm. And the truth of matter, the matter is at first we're going to feel helpless and we're going to feel pretty shitty. Yeah. And we have to understand that it's part of the process. Yes. Yes. Also just in general, be hard to accept new information. Like we said before, we like to unlearn is really difficult. We may feel stubborn and we can admit that we might be resistant. Like, no, 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 this is not, that's not right. You're wrong. And again, it's not the therapist giving advice or telling you anything that you should be doing because that shouldn't be right. But if we're kind of, if we're pointing things out or pointing things out for you, then we want to just be open-minded and we can be open-minded to try new things. But the truth is it might be very hard to accept. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Accepting new information because we're finally seeking someone outside of ourselves, which is a great thing, but some things are difficult, whether it's about family members or our ways of behaving. And that's something to share with a therapist. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is really difficult to accept. Yeah. So we are here for you. Absolutely. And again, in order for us to get progress and for things to change, we have to put in the work outside of the session. Yes. I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. Yeah. Sing it from the top of the rooftops. (laughs) Um, and, And I feel like like we kind of going back, like how to find a therapist, check social media, check yeah. Instagram. I think that's a really cool way to, to see like what people's styles are and just be patient with yourself. Be patient with the process. And yeah. Is there anything else that we want to share? I guess just knowing when to seek therapy might be something Ooh, good to bring up. Yeah. Like when, when is the point that we're like, you know what? I need some help. Yeah. I feel that it varies for many people and we might, we don't need to have a crisis going on yeah. in order to go to therapy. Or a diagnosis. Right. We don't need something so, like very intensive or what we perceive as intensive to get therapy. We could simply go because we want to grow ourselves, that right. we want to see a different side of ourselves that we haven't seen before. And maybe something like, I don't know, something happening in our family, our relationship kind of takes a turn and that's kind of getting us there. But we want to go for ourselves. We want to learn to grow for ourselves. And what a better way to do it than have someone with tools who's unbiased, mm-hmm. who, again, is trained in this, who's going to help you achieve goals that maybe you weren't even aware that you wanted to hit. Yes. I think we don't even know like what's underneath. And I've had people come to therapy just because they want to talk to someone. They want to just talk about things that they've been thinking about, whether it's their childhood or improve relationships. Like I want to get better. 
I want to be the best person I can be, you know, or maybe I've just been dealing with a lot of stress. And I always think like if insurance covers it and we can financially support ourselves by going to therapy, why not? Right. Right. Like insurance companies provide coverage for so many services. Let's take advantage of them, especially if they mean taking care of ourselves and allowing ourselves to reach a higher level of being. And you can also call your insurance company if therapist that you can give the apology today definitely of your ther- of your insurance company, like if it they take it or not, and you mm-hmm. can call them, or you can call your insurance company directly and say, "What is the copays?" or you know, find out information right. about therapy. Right. So, yeah, and. To, I've heard a lot of people say things are not a big deal or there's that stigma with therapy or I can handle it on my own. These are all things that we hear. And I want to challenge you to go outside of that comfort zone because that's a defense mechanism most of the time. <laughs> and see what else is out there for you. Simply go in with the mindset. I just want to better myself. Mm-hmm. Just like I would, again, at the gym or any type of schooling or boot camp in the military, whatever it is, we let's just challenge ourselves here mentally. Yeah. And to be honest, you're going to be that much better in the things that you're doing outside of this, mm-hmm. whether it be school, the military, the gym, your job, your friendships, your family, your relation, your romantic relationships, you're going to be that much better. And you'd be shocked by the progress you can make. Yeah. Overall, this is all normal parts of therapy, and it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're doing therapy wrong. It yeah. doesn't mean that you're doing life wrong. This is us <laughs> saying your feelings are valid. Your feelings are valid. I, I, <laughs> that's my, one, my second favorite line next to boundaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I hope that you guys were able to get some new information out of this episode today and we thought what a better way to close our season finale than to leave you guys with the information that we've given you already to kind of get your feet wet with what therapy is about and now how to get a therapist and the mindset to maybe have going into this and how you can take control of this as well. Yeah, we hope that you really enjoyed this first season. And um, if you guys need any help, have any questions, thoughts, any input for future episodes, uh, we'll keep going on our Instagram at On Thursdays We Thrive. And my therapy Instagram is Therapy with Liana. And I am taking new clients um, privately. So you can. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you enjoy this podcast, let us know any feedback. And remember, keep keep thriving. thriving. (laughs) Bye, Ados. Me too.